NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota racing team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like sixth grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Welcome to this Thursday's podcast of, that's right, getting off track with yours truly, Ashley Stremme. We have an incredible summer planned for podcasts for this Thursday show, and I couldn't be more excited because I am going to be sitting down with so many women across this sport this summer, and it's going to be absolutely incredible because these women don't always get the acknowledgement, the recognition that they deserve and so it's time to bring a little uh light or fruition if you will um to the women who make this sport happen and make things possible in this sport and i couldn't be more excited than to sit down with my very first guest today none other than diane shots she has been a huge part of donnie's success over the years since the very beginning of his career from when they own their own team with Donnie Shots Motorsports, now making the transition over the last, I don't even know how many years now, 10, 15 years with Tony Stewart Racing. Um, so it'll be exciting to see, you know, kind of what she does, obviously what they do on the racing side of things, but they also have businesses back home in Fargo, North Dakota with the, the Shots Crossroads gas stations and, and what they do with that and car washes and all kinds of different things that they're involved with. So I'm really excited to sit down with Diane today. Um, and like I said, getting off track with Ashley Stremme, it's gonna be a great summer. And I'm so glad that you tuned in and make sure you tune in every Thursday for Steve and Aaron and their Thursday podcast as well. It's gonna be an awesome summer. It's gonna be a whole lot of fun. And I can't wait to get started. We'll be right back with Diane. Perfection isn't easily achieved. It takes hard work, dedication, and perseverance. Through their commitment to excellence, Sage Fruit Company has been supplying customers with the best tree fruit in the Pacific Northwest for over three generations. They work hard on the farm, in the packing facilities, and with their retail partners to provide consistent, high-quality apples and pears all year long. Look for Sage Fruit at your local grocery. getting off track and I couldn't be more excited for this interview so we're going to dive right into it it is none other than I am sitting down with the 10-time world of outlaws champions mom that's right Diane Schatz Diane thank you so much for joining me today you're welcome 
All right, so we're gonna get right into it. You know, we could start at the beginning, but we're gonna start right now. You have so much involvement with Donnie and what he does and his t-shirts and his merchandise and everything that goes on at the track with Donnie. Can give us a little background, I guess, on what it is that exactly you do every single weekend when you're out on the road with him. My main job and what I've done for years is just managing the trailer, uh, selling his memorabilia. You know, he drives for Tony Stewart, so we don't have any involvement uh, with the team itself. So my whole program is promoting Donnie shots. That's what I do. And there's so many fans out here that we've made so many friends over the years. No matter where we go, you see people that you know, and um, it's like one big family out here. So I enjoy that part of seeing everybody as we travel around, talking to people. I'm sorry, I don't remember all their names, but I remember the faces. And, uh, but that's my involvement. And then managing the website with the member or with the store on the website too. That's been my biggest involvement for years. And we had our own team manage the financial part of it. But when it comes to the racing, it was his dad and Donnie that, that did all that. I just, in the background, trying to lend support where I needed to be and make sure we could keep going. Well, that's the important part, to, to keep everything flowing. And some people don't realize what it takes. And I mean, you've been out there. You were out there last week, obviously. This week at Volusia for the late models. Talk about what it's like. Obviously, you have the sprint car side of the merchandise, the late model side of things, and just keeping everything pretty much coherent and, and continuing to flow week in and week out. Last week, when we were with the sprints, and that's where we travel all year with the 80-plus races a year, um, it seems like there's a whole different crowd than this late model crowd, different personalities, different styles, definitely a different style of racing. And I think that's, it's fun to see the difference between the two. You might get some of the same fans from one to the other that are just real good race fans in general, but there are definitely some more people in each category that lean one way more than the other, whether it's late model or, or sprint. And uh, it's a transition because the crowds the last two nights were less than for the sprint car events, but they'll pick up as the weekend goes too. And, the Daytona race gets closer. I understand that that's sold out, which is a, it's good for us to have that sold out tool. Brings people, they flow over to coming out here to Volusia Speedway and, and uh, seeing the, the big blocks and the late models run at nighttime too. It's so true. Uh, Diane, I want to kind of jump into the, the racing side of things with you because obviously Donnie joined the World of Outlaws in 1997. You guys have been on the road. You had your own team, the Donnie Shots Motorsports team, before you became Tony with Tony Stewart Racing. Um, just a whole conglomeration of things that, that really kind of had to transpire. But when you look at the career that Donnie's had, 300 plus wins, 10 championships, did you ever in a million years fathom that that would be what Donnie would end up becoming? asked that before and I'd say probably not <laughs> you know but once once he got more competitive even when we had our own team we were gelling and uh, he was he was a confident driver 
the thing about Donnie is he knows every aspect of the car, mechanical, other than maybe the engine he wishes he had more knowledge of, um, but he's very knowledgeable with the actual parts and how everything works and comes together. So if he can communicate with his crew on what the car is doing or isn't doing, um, and they can communicate well, you know, he can, they can get the job done. But no, I probably didn't think that he'd have 10 championships, not at that level. But when we first started out, we were pretty low on the totem pole and a family owned team. Uh, you, do, you aspire that you're gonna make it to that level, but winning the first one was hard, winning the second one was harder. Every, every one gets a little bit harder. And I look at a lot of these younger people out here waiting to win their first championship um boy the first one is hard but they even get harder after that so but you got to get the first one just like the first race of the season and it really helps to motivate you to to go on it's so true and and knowing you know danny your husband he was a sprint car racer as well donnie has talked about him numerous times and how much he was you know kind of the driving force behind his success and and teaching him and helping him learn along the way. What was it like? Um, because Donnie said that you were kind of his attorney, if you will. Uh, Danny would fire Donnie every now and again, and apparently you would always rehire him. So you were the, you were the driving force, essentially the backbone behind keeping Donnie behind the wheel. Oh, I don't know if that's 100% uh, true. The thing about my husband is he can see what's going on on the track and he coached Don to make him a better driver. So naturally in a family relationship or whether it's a crew chief and a driver or father and son, um, you only want him to be better. And uh, one thing about Danny, he doesn't hold a grudge. So after he would get through with his little um, coaching, you know, he was is on board with having Donnie as anybody. I don't think we would have done this with anybody else in the seat. So that's kind of a given, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so there was no, you, you never rehired Donnie, even though he said that you were his attorney. You were his, his one that really. really... <laughs> <laughs> I think it was one time. Who's um, going to grab a Kleenex? Um, I think it was one time everybody has a hard time in a family team, but, uh, Danny would have aspired to hire him back. Like I said, but there's no way that we would have done it without him in the seat. So sure. It's, it's kind of a good story and it, uh, you know, in my, I feel like I want to remember all the good stuff that went on, but there was a lot of. We had a lot of trials and tribulations over the years. There's no doubt about it. But a lot of that come from Danny making him a better driver. And Danny never did anything that wouldn't have made him a better driver. But it's a head game out here, too. You have to be able to handle the, the pressure from night to night and the competition and the weather and the officiating. And, you know, you got to you. Danny was good at making Don mentally strong along with his driving skills. Diane, is there, is there one time throughout this, the career of, of this sprint car 
forte that, you know, was probably the lowest of lows for you guys that made you guys stronger and continued to make you want that desire more, even though it wasn't the greatest, greatest of times or how things were going, but ultimately it set you up for where you are now. Um, you know, I can't remember going back any really low, low lows. You know, I think the hard part, maybe because it is more recent, was, you know, when we switched over to the Ford Motor Program and then COVID hit and everything was more difficult, uh, working with Ford and the engineering and the motor program, it, that was a struggle. But everybody was struggling with COVID and getting people to work and that type of thing too. That was kind of a low for us. Uh, I'm sure there were others over the years, but I think my probably our biggest struggle that I can remember was probably just going into this big transition last couple of years. And we've seemed to have overcome that now and everybody's coming out of COVID and my gosh, the grandstands are packed on Saturday night. So I kind of feel like everything's getting back in order. No doubt about it. If, if there was one story throughout the year, that's probably one of the funniest ones you remember. Maybe it's back in the day when you guys were actually still traveling up and down the road physically, instead of jumping on an airplane with Donnie. What is, is there one thing that really sticks out in your mind that you remember? Well, we left them in Texas one night. <laughs> I guess that was pretty fun. That was kind of a funny story. And that was coming after one of those little altercations on the racetrack where his dad didn't think that he was given 110%. Heck, it's, now it's funny, probably wasn't at the time. <laughs> so that's probably the lowest, or that's probably the funniest. Oh my goodness. And so did he have to find his own ride or did someone come back to get him? Or? <laughs> um, there's one thing about uh, Don that he's learned, learned well from his dad is you have to remain resourceful. <laughs> so yes. I love it. That's great. <laughs> Nothing like leaving your son at the track. We'll just figure it out. He'll find his way to the next track. And if he doesn't, well, we'll find someone else to drive the car this weekend. <laughs> that is absolutely spectacular. And that's what creates the family. You know what I mean? I, I don't care what anybody says. My family is very much the same. We're very hard on one another, but it's all because we love each other and we want to see each other succeed and we want each other to go bigger and stronger and better. And that's ultimately what it takes. And to be able to have that, you know, with both your parents is, is a huge blessing. Um, Donnie shared that with me and he's like, listen, my mom does so much for all of us. And I kind of want to go down that road because we talked about um, shops crossroads as well. He said that, you know, you still do the t-shirt stuff, but you still work at the crossroads. You're still waiting tables if necessary. I mean, Diane, you do it all. Well, I, I think it's just, uh, you know, I don't work on a day-to-day -day basis in the, in the actual restaurants and that type of thing. But uh, how far our kids oversee those operations because they're involved in that and ownership in those. But I've always been the type that if you see something that can help somebody, help them. I mean, I have energy to burn every once in a while. <laughs> so I try to put it to use. And uh, yeah, it, I when I'm at home during the week, go to work every day, 
But I mean, if it gets to be three, four o'clock and I want to go home, I go home. So I did some time management. I'm not retired by any means, but my time management has gotten better. <laughs> I love it. It's such a family affair. And I want you to talk about that because obviously your daughter's obviously Donnie. And then of course your grandkids, they come out on the road with you. They help in the trailer. I'm sure they help at the crossroads as well. What's it like having, being surrounded by your entire family and knowing that everyone's just as invested as you are? You know, it, it's, it's the best that it can be. We have two truck stops. Our youngest daughter and her husband are at the Shots Crossroads where we first started their running that operation. And then our oldest daughter, it, runs the Petro in Fargo. And of course the grandkids, um, our oldest granddaughters, twin granddaughters are 14 and they can't wait to help out whether it's waiting tables or now we've opened up a Cinnabon and they want to be able to do the bistro, you know, and they want to be able to make coffee. And they're all, all of our grandchildren and grandchildren are ambitious. They, uh, they're motivated. They want to accomplish things. They're involved in sports, uh, racing and basketball. And our youngest daughter shows horses. She uh, does a rating horse association and she's very competitive at that. And I think the competitive in sports kind of leads to being competitive in business overall and in your life to be a better person, uh, to motivate you to, to do things, not just for yourself, but for others. Because when you run a business, you have to see what is going on around you too? And if you can see what's going around you, it kind of motivates you to help others and get to where you want to be ultimately too. We're very fortunate to have the kids involved. Um, we've had a lot of friends that you know have had businesses over the years and the kids never do want to be in that same thing. And we're just fortunate that all three of them do. Dottie is a uh, partner in the two car washes and helps oversee that. and. Um, our two daughters are more than busy with the truck stops and their kids and sports. So we're very, we've got a great life. I love it because it, it all starts from the very top and it trickles down through. So it just, it really defines who you and, and Danny are as people and the, and the children and the grandchildren that you've helped raise, um, over the time. So it's absolutely incredible. Um, speaking of Danny, I, I want to talk about him. Obviously, he's had some health issues over the last few years. How's he doing? How's he? How, how are things going? I saw him out at the track uh, the one night, so it's good to see him out and about. Is he still, I know it's been rough for you, I'm sure, trying to balance all of the things plus his health. How are things really going with Danny? You know, he's uh, somewhat stable. His cancer numbers are sneaking up very slowly, but, uh, and he's had the races here for all 10 days. We have the motor home here. Otherwise I don't think he would be here. It's nice to have a place to rest and to go to. And uh, he does chemo again next Monday, but his energy level and his walking uh, have deteriorated some, but he pushes himself every day to, to get out and to do something and go to the truck stop when we're at home or, uh, said when we when get done at Zoom field, maybe we should go have lunch somewhere. I think he's always, you know, trying to push himself a little bit to keep himself motivated because he's got pancreatic cancer and the outlook is not good. But if you let that overwhelm your life, I think you deteriorate more. 
I mean, he's got a lot of racing to watch yet. A lot of basketball games. So that's what he wants to do. I love it. Well, Diane, before I let you go, um, I did catch up with Donnie last week and I got to chat with him a little bit and he shared something with me that I actually recorded and I wanted you to hear um, so that you could hear what Donnie had to say about what he thought about his mom. So if there's one thing that you'd want the world to know about your mom, what is it? You know, she's, uh, I, I honestly don't know how she does what she does. I mean, especially the last several years with my dad's health and the, the some of the hardest people to work for are a father son because they tell you two different things and they don't always agree. And she's always that one in the middle. And if, if anybody that knows us knows me, uh, we can buy something with a drop of snap of the fingers and she doesn't know anything about it until the bill shows up and then she gets a $90,000 bill for something and absolutely go batshit crazy is what I call it. So she she just always finds a way to, to make everything work for everyone. And except for her, she takes the, she really takes the brunt of things and sacrifices a lot of her time and things for everyone else in our whole family. So. She's definitely dedicated to not just me and my racing career, but uh, my sisters and the things they do in our businesses and in our employees. You know what I mean? She's one that, um, she, to this day, she's still not scared to get in bus tables and cook and do the things when people aren't there. And she's, she's done very well. Uh, both of them have done very well in business, but she has never, ever portrayed like she's uh, better than anyone else or doesn't need to work anymore. I mean, she's the first one in digging. Um, when, it, when it comes time. So she's definitely, you know, they were raised that way and it's just, it's never left her. She's still to this day, Harvey, you watch her out there, there's no one out in that t-shirt area that does it. You know, this is dedicated to being open the whole time and works her tail off and, and just does a great job. So she's definitely uh, probably the hardest working person I've ever met in my life. I wish it would have rubbed off on me a little bit more. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I hope that you were able to hear that. I did. <laughs> Good. Donnie is is very proud of his mama. There is no doubt about it. And he is very thankful for you. I think that's what you sign on for as a wife and a mother and a business person. So just doing my job. Well, you do a great job, Diane. <laughs> you do too, Ashley. <laughs> Well, thank you. Well, listen, I know you're at Volusia. You've got t-shirts to get sold and get reorganized, but I appreciate the time that you've taken to sit down with me today and uh, appreciate the time. And I've learned so much and it's absolutely incredible to finally get to chat with you. I enjoyed it, Ashley. Have a good one. Thank you. You too. Hope to meet you in person someday. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close.
so while getting a loan can seem intimidating. Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.